1: And with that, we are back, the ACL pod featuring the one, the only, Mr. Cap'n and Wags at Cap and Wags, Twitter and Instagram. I am ACL at the real Mr. ACL Twitter and Instagram. The website ACL-sports.com. You can find everything there. The pods, information, packages, everything you want is on the website NFL Week 7, College Football Week 8. Into mid to late October here. Hockey's going on, NBA starting college basketball in a few short weeks, baseball playoffs. Certainly, you could argue, I would say, the absolute best time in the sports betting calendar. Wags. How's it going, man? I heard uh hockey's off to a good start so far. Yes.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Hockey is off to a fantastic start. Six uh winning days and seven possible days, so not too bad. Five and oh last night, even better. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, over the last week of action, the first week of week of action, we're already up over seven units, and uh, you can't ask for anything better than that. Um, looking forward to continuing to crush the NHL hockey is back. Very excited.
1: Awesome, and the NBA one a day package has started as well. Had a winner last night on opening night. One play a day in the NBA. Well, it's probably the way to go. Want to know, baby? Well, can't be dead. One hundred percent. One hundred percent winners. Uh, yeah, I know one play a day in the NBA is the way to go. It's the most consistent, profitable way that I've found over the decades of betting the NBA to do it. So that package is available as well. But this, my friend, is a football betting, actionable betting podcast. Football, we are going to jump in. College football, Tennessee. They beat a little team called Alabama this past week, plus Seven, I got actually got the worst number. went up to eight, nine once um, Bryce Young was announced in. But hey, we cash nonetheless. Outright underdog winner. Wags, AP, voters. Georgia, 31 first place votes. Ohio State, 17 first place votes. Tennessee, 15 first place votes. You're telling me, Tennessee, if one person changed their vote, then Tennessee would have gotten the exact same amount of first place votes as Ohio State. Your thoughts?
0: Yeah, look. I mean, I'm okay with the Tennessee getting – those votes i really am um they just beat alabama they have the top one of the top offenses in the country um kudos to them i mean look they 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 look fantastic uh they, they did get two votes in the coaches poll um where there are four there so it, it's interesting i mean i think i'm okay with how it shakes out right I, i'm okay with you know the Georgia Ohio State 1-2, Michigan Tennessee 3-4. Um you know you got Clemson right there on the outside lurking at number 5. Well guess what? 1 and 4 are going to have to play November yep. 5th. Yep. Ohio State and Michigan 2 and 3 going to have to play at last game of the season. Uh you know there's going to be losers, right? So there there's going to be a couple of teams here on the outside um really good ones um so things will shake up as they do every year. It's just a matter of finding value. And and honestly, Clemson right now in the five spot with the schedule, you know, I think they're 10 to one right now to win the national title. Mm -hmm. Um, You get that ticket right now. You assume that they beat Syracuse at home. Okay. Syracuse looks great. I mean, kudos to them. Um, They play Clemson typically very tight. So, you know, but if you think they're going to get by them, fact is they have a bye week then they have Notre Dame who doesn't look like Notre Dame and after that they have three home games to finish the season louisville win miami probably a win i mean they they'll they'll be over a touchdown favorite for sure mm-hmm. and south carolina then they go to the ACC championship i mean to have a 10 to 1 you know ticket right there uh-huh. There's worse bets. Yeah, there are yeah. worse bets. That's all I'm saying.
1: Speaking of future bets, I've had a few people reach out to me and ask me about Alabama futures. So here are the current numbers there. So as far as just national title odds, and this is courtesy of DraftKings, Ohio State plus 180, Georgia plus 180, Bama's the third favorite at plus 450. I've heard, I've had a few people ask me about Alabama futures. You know, Now that they've lost, is there value potentially on the plus 450? And my answer is this. If they went out the rest of their regular season games and the SEC title game, they are going to be in the college football playoff. Absolutely. They control their own destiny absolutely 100%. That said, that said, that said, if you're taking a plus 450 on Alabama, you are essentially betting on a five regular season games plus the SEC title game, so that's six, plus the two playoff games, right? So you're betting on an eight-team money line parlay at plus 450. That's how you have to look at it. Could you roll it over and potentially do better? I definitely think so. That said, if they're in the final four, so if they win the next six games, that includes probably over Georgia in the SEC title game, would you like to have that plus 450 ticket in pocket? Obviously. But just look at it. If they lose one of those eight games, that's a losing ticket. That includes this week versus Mississippi State, you know, at Old Miss in a couple weeks.
0: LSU, kind of I mean LSU will get up for yeah, sure. that. I mean
1: they're going to be up. Austin so, P,
0: what about Austin P? Don't leave them out.
1: I'll, I'll probably <laughs> give them give them that dub. But like, just know that Alabama, if they win out, they're going to win the national title, absolutely hundred percent. But to have a plus four fifty on an eighteen parlay, I think there's better value just rolling it over.
0: Yeah, and, and you have to understand as well. On top of that, Alabama is not the same team that we've seen. Right. you know, of the Alabamas of two years ago, three years ago, four years ago, five years ago, six, this team has shown that they are not, you know, the dominant force that they have been in the last few years. I mean, they, they squeak by Texas A&M at home. Um, You know, they squeak by Texas on the road. They just lose to Tennessee. I mean, they're playing tight games. I mean, we're used to seeing Bama win these games by 20 points, like easy, right? You know, maybe it's tight for a little bit and then they, they run away with it. Mm -hmm. Not this year not this year. So, um, and also Jalen hurts. I mean, sorry, Jalen hurts. Bryce young, (laughs) Bryce young. Young. Uh, you look at, you look at Bryce young and you got to assume that his shoulder is going to be okay for the rest of the season and that he's going to be playing because, you know, Milrow, he's an athlete. He can make plays, but he's no Bryce young. Right. He's no Bryce young. So, um, yeah, I agree. I mean, you play rollover with your money. You bet a money line over and over and over. um, you're probably better off or just waiting until the SEC title game and, and putting some money there. Yeah,
1: I, I do think that they went out. That obviously week 11, November 12th game at old Miss is going to be huge. Uh, yeah. I think of their five remaining games, that's certainly the most difficult. And then before we move over to the NFL, we talked about it last week. Heisman Trophy, Hinden, Hindenhooker. If you liked Tennessee on the money line this past week, I said, go ahead and take a look at Hendon Hooker futures. They were he was as high as 11, 12 to one to win the Heisman. I said, if Tennessee's going to win that game, he's going to have to have a big game, and he right. did. Now he's as the low there. as
0: four to one, four yep, and a half four to one. one.
1: Right. CJ Stroud still the, I think probably rightful favorite as far as you know market consensus goes. But CJ was around minus one fifty. He's now in the plus money category, around plus one ten. Okay, so Hendon went from eleven to one to as low as four to one now. Um, so for, for my money, it's certainly between those two, you, Caleb Williams, plus eight fifty, um, Blake Horam 12 to one Bryce young, 18 to one. He's not going to get there this year. So if you have a hidden hooker, 11 or 12 to one in your pocket, I think you're feeling pretty good right now. I think at a minimum, he's going to get to New York, uh, for sure. Oh, in that final sure.
0: three. Yep. Absolutely. Yep.
1: All right. Moving over to the NFL wags. Man, there, <laughs> there were some games this past week. Let's just say that. Double-digit favorites went in. Craziness going on. Thursday night football, absolutely horrible yet again. Um, I wanted to get your thoughts on these two teams. I've had some people from New York reach out and say, you know, looking forward to the Jets-Giants Super Bowl this year. <laughs> Said, maybe put the brakes on that potentially. Are these teams for real? I know from a record perspective, I know what the records are. But your thoughts on folks looking at potential Jets and/or Giants futures
0: this particular year? Will either one of these teams make the Super Bowl? Make,
1: I thought you were going to say make the playoffs. No,
0: no. <laughs> Will either one of these teams make the playoffs or both? Possibly. Yeah. Um, here, here's the thing: both of them are playing really well. They are. I mean, it's not like they're the, the, the NFL. There's so much parity in the NFL. To go 4-2 and two and 5-1, and one respectively, on the Jets and the Giants is is impressive, especially for these teams who were kind of projected to be mediocre at best, let's put it that way. Um, coaching has very much a big play in this. Um, I think the Jets kind of took a hard look in the mirror in the offseason and said, last year, that is something we don't want to be a part of anymore. Uh, I think a lot of the players bought in. Um, they beat up on a. They beat up on a beat up Miami team. Yep. Um. A lot of people might have you know been saying like, hey, uh, you know, not that impressive. Then they go into Green Bay, the Jets, and roll by seventeen. Now, don't get me wrong. Green Bay looks like garbage right now, right? They they are not the Green Bay that we're used to. But again, so much parity in the league. Four and two for the Jets. Three of their four wins on the road. Mm-hmm. That impresses me. Yep. Um am I buying in for a Jets Giants Super Bowl or either one of these teams making a deep run in the playoffs? No. But if I'm a Jets and Giants fan, I am extremely excited. We know that the Jets are fans are excited because they don't now shut up. They've been quiet and dormant for the last however many years and now here they are thinking that they're going to the Super Bowl. You're not. Um but you are your your team's doing great. Kudos to you. Back into like some sort of excitement for you you know i'm sure football has sucked for the last you know however long um and the giants i mean look the giants look really good their offensive line which has been like really kind of their biggest issue has been blocking decent saquon's back he's he's not hurt he's playing really really well Daniel Jones taking care of the football. Their defense actually looks pretty good. So, you know, from that aspect, they're, they're playing a little bit more of a team game and they're taking chances. Um, I remember last year or two years ago, a judge took, ran a quarterback sneak on like <laughs> third and like 20 years. It was yes, like, he did.
1: you remember G-G. that or
0: whatever. He, like he took a knee. I don't even know yes. what he did. It was just the most absurd thing. Um, but they have a real coach in Dabble right now. And he is legit I mean you got to give them credit and you got to give the Giants credit
1: I'm, I'm really interested to see both teams games this weekend so the Giants are at the Jags most notably though for me I want to see how the Jets respond right so they went to Green Bay plus eight I was on them last week plus eight they went out right by I think 17 points and now what what do they have to do they have to go back on the road again so they go from Green Bay home and now they're flying Elevation, they're playing the Denver Broncos. They're around a pick them right now at Denver. That's a huge game for me because oftentimes you see these teams have back-to-back road games, especially if you win the first one outright as, as a fairly large dog. You tend to often see the team sort of let down in the second game. It's like, okay, we had these two road games. The goal was to split. Right. Obviously, you quote want to win both, but like the goal, it's just a natural human reaction is it's, it's, it's to let down a bit. So yeah. I really want to see how the Jets respond to this. Denver short week. Obviously, they lost some Monday Night Football kind of their all in effort here, two and four, needing this game like blood or to, to, quote, stay in the playoff race, if you will. But I really want to see how, how the Jets respond. If they come out and lay an egg and just sort of don't show up and let Russell Wilson beat them, you know, 17 to 10 kind of thing. That's going to tell me quite a bit about this team.
0: Yeah, I, I don't disagree. I mean, this is an interesting spot for both teams, right? Yep. You mentioned it all with the Jets. I'll flip it over and talk about the Broncos now. I mean, Denver needs this win, right? They're two and four. They're at home. They're playing a team that they technically should beat. It's only pick em. Um, Yes, they're on a little bit of a short week, but, you know, the Jets have to now travel two games back to back and play mile high. Right, where it's starting to dip a little bit mm-hmm. in huh. um, temperature, right? So now you're playing a game where it's tough to breathe a little bit. It's at four o'clock, you know, it's one o'clock there or two o'clock, two. There, right? yeah. time, yep. Right. Yep. So, you know, I'm I'm curious to see what happens in the first half, but more importantly, what's going to happen in that second half to them, and if they can hold their their lungs, you know, they'll have be oxygen oxygen tanks out yeah. for sure. Um, so. That's gonna be an interesting game, even though it's, you know, just the Jets and the Broncos.
1: No, no, absolutely all great points and part of the part of the handicap there. So all right. Fishy line of the week time. What is this? It is a game one game that I've isolated, one game that wags is isolated, where you look at it, it doesn't make any sense. The line stinks, someone's out, something's going on. You gotta just sort of dig in to figure out why is this line the way it is. So it's oftentimes these games make our cards. Sometimes they do. Sometimes they don't. But at least it's games that we really dig into a bit more just because on the surface, the line itself is a little bit fishy. Wags, why don't you do the honors this week with your fishy line of the week?
0: Yep, fishy line of the week this week. I am going to go to college. I'm going to go to the Big 12. We are going to look at the Kansas State Wildcats at TCU. Kansas State only getting three and a half points i think that's a uh, i'm sorry tcu only laying three and a half points Um, tcu just won back-to-backs at number 19 kansas and at home versus number eight oklahoma state they are now number eight in the nation and play 17 ranked kansas state Um, again only given three and a half points i think it should be more i think Um, This line is too cheap. I'm going to take a hard look at Kansas State here with the points. Um, I just think that this is a traditional, typical letdown spot for TCU after playing two emotional games. Um, The emotional come-from-behind win versus Oklahoma State last week. What a game that was. Very frustrating for me. Obviously, laying three and a half, they cover win by three. They gave up a a fourth and nine um, in overtime, which ended up kind of screwing us. Um, And then the week before, as I mentioned, they they played a tight one. They beat Kansas by a touchdown. Um, I just think this spot's really good for a Kansas State team who plays really well on the road, coming off a bye, and can play really sound defense. So, um, again, I think this is a little fishy. I think the public sees TCU um, with value here, and I I think Kansas State will uh, potentially cover this three and a half and maybe even knock off TCU.
1: I agree with you there. All right. My fishy line of the week, I'm sticking in college football as well. SEC college football. The number seven team in the country, Wags. Seven. Number seven team in the country. Old Miss. Undefeated Old Miss. Seven and O. Number seven in the country, as I mentioned. They're on the road at an unranked five and two LSU team. This LSU team, two weeks ago, they lost to Tennessee by 27 points. The unranked 5 and 2 team LSU is minus 2. Okay, you can take if you want the number 7 undefeated Old Miss team and get 2 points in this game. LSU last week of course coming off a 45 point outburst versus the Gators, Old Miss, what did they do? They beat Auburn 48 to 34. Now Old Miss has Texas A&M on deck. But in my opinion, this line is telling you really what line makers think of this Old Miss team. A lot of smoke and mirrors, a very easy schedule up to this point the easy the sorry, the hardest team that this old miss team has played is Kentucky, and they beat them by three. They've played Troy, Central Arkansas, Georgia Tech, Tulsa, Vanderbilt, and Auburn along with Kentucky, so I think you kinda kind of read between the lines here on this line where where odds makers are are coming from early sharp money has been on this LSU side as well to start the year to start the week excuse me so a very fishy line here when you just look at it on its surface but if you dig a bit deep it does make a bit more sense so that is absolutely my absolutely
0: agree fishy yep, line of the week definitely stunk I think you know we connected uh when you told me what it was and I was like yep that was on yep. my list so
1: absolutely all right we're going to take a look at one College football game here, one NFL game. Do a little uh, bit of a deep dive here before we hop over to the $200 site credit, contest time, and free plays. On the college side, we're going to look at UCLA versus Oregon. Two top 10 teams, WAGs. I think certainly preseason, you could have found some folks that said, okay, you know, top 10 team uh, in, in Oregon midway through October. I can buy that. UCLA, not too many people. That said, UCLA is number ninth in the country. They are six and zero. They are at Oregon this week. Oregon minus six, with a total of seventy in this one. As far as line movement, the total opened seventy two, took a lot of sharp money under all the way down to sixty nine and a half. As of taping today, Wednesday, you we have seen some more over money come in, so the number is settled at seventy right now. As far as the t- the line itself, six minus six it's been minus 120 minus 115 minus 120 in that range but has not budged off the six as of yet huge 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 game here just as far as Pac 12 standings obviously both these teams still ucla of course undefeated oregon i would still argue potentially uh uh can make the college football playoff if they went out and have some things break. Both teams coming off a buy in this one, very very important. So yes. take a look at that as well, especially for scoring. Most you know you, you've had an extra week to prepare both offensively and de- defensively, that kind of a thing. So UCLA at Oregon, Wags. Your general thoughts on this game here?
0: Yeah, look, I mean UCLA is going on the road to one of the most difficult places to play, outs in Stadium. Um, UCLA has lost seven straight. In Oregon. Mm -hmm. Um, But I will say that this team is built differently than it has been in years past. You know, you have Dorian Thompson Robinson, Zach Charbonnet, I mean, leading their potent offensive attack. They average 41.5 points, um, 12th in the nation, put up 506 yards of offense, 12th in the nation, very, very balanced attack. Oregon, on the other hand, puts up 42 points a game. They're they're even better offensively, ninth in the nation, um, but they rely a little bit more on their balanced run attack. Um, they put up uh, 513 yards of offense. Most of the damage, as I mentioned, coming on the ground, over 240 yards a game. They have quite a few players who can run the rock. Bucky Irving averages 7.2 yards a carry. Noah Whittingham, Whittington averages 6.5. And then Bo Nix, yes, Bo Nix averaging 8.3 yards to carry in this offense. Um, it's going to be a very, very difficult uh, defense uh, in, UCLA, uh, in UCLA to pass against. So I think they're going to really have to rely on that potent rushing attack. And, and I think they'll do a really good job. Both offenses, extremely good Um As you peek at the defense, here's where UCLA has a little bit of an advantage. They only give up 23 points a game versus Oregon, who gives up 29 points a game. However, if you take away the 49 points that they gave up in the first game of the season to Georgia, and you kind of take that outlier out because guess what? UCLA hasn't played Georgia. Um, That drops that that points per game given up to about 24.8. So pretty even Um, Oregon giving six, to be honest. Seems a little high, mm. um, you know. But maybe that has to do with the fact that UCLA has a couple emotional games back to back to back. Um, yes, they're both coming off a bye at Outson Stadium, very very difficult place to play. So, um, yeah, I, I think this is going to be a very very exciting game. I feel like we we've been talking about the Pac-12 week in Lots. week out um <laughs> we, we've covered them quite a bit much much more than years past where you know they they frankly haven't been mentioned much um but here we are and and Oregon and UCLA guess what winner here actually has a legit chance to get in to the um college football playoff
1: totally agree these are the only two undefeated teams in conference in Pac 12 play UCLA's 3-0 Oregon's 3-0 as well so i think you could certainly kind of pencil in the winner of this game into the Pac-12 title game for sure. Yep, exactly. So, and if they get through team.
0: that, and if they get through that, they're going to be knocking at the door in the college football yeah. playoffs. And and guess what? They're going to have a very, very strong case, one of these teams.
1: Absolutely. All right, moving over to the NFL. A few options here for games of the week. We we, we uh, wind up going with Chiefs at the 49ers. Obviously, we talked about the Chiefs last week versus the Bills. Chiefs at San Fran, the 4-2 Chiefs at the 3-3 three and three San Francisco 49ers. Current number, Kansas City minus three over under 48.5. The total has taken a tick up. It was 47.5. Big, big, big move to the under right away, 46. And then we've seen just massive sharp movement from 46 out to 48.5. As of now, as far as the the, uh, side goes, a few shops open this one and a half, two. Most open two and a half, three. And now we're sitting at three around minus 105 for the Kansas City side. So, it's an interesting handicap from my perspective, Wags, because you have the chiefs off a loss, which is generally a place you want to back them at. Right. However, that loss was just one of these all in highly emotional games. Right. It wasn't just those kind of random loss; It was the quote unquote super bowl of the year. So you had that, that said the San Francisco side, we've seen this, they stayed out there on the East coast for two weeks. Right. So they played Carolina. They stayed a, I believe at the West Byron, West Virginia. And then they went to Atlanta and played the Falcons. So, Oftentimes you see this in the NBA quite a bit where teams are on the road literally for two weeks. When you come back, you have distractions, right? You have family things you have to do. You're just sort of getting your life back together. So when you see these teams literally gone for two weeks straight coming back, you often see a dip. And this has happened with the 49ers over the past three, four years as well. So along with that, they just have cluster injuries left and right, which is why we saw so much steam on the Falcon side. Uh, last week with the 49ers only putting up 14 points. So an interesting handicap, a game that I'm not involved in yet. I want to see some of the more, uh, the um, more in-depth injury reports later on in the week, Thursday, Friday, or before I put any plays in.
0: Yeah, no, I I agree with you. And, and guess what, you know, not only the chiefs coming off that loss and yes, emotional loss for sure. um, But the 49ers going to Atlanta losing by 14 couldn't get anything done offensively their defense which is ranked second in the league um really not able to handle you know this potent atlanta (laughs) offense i mean what are you supposed to say with mariota and 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 you know leading the charge there it's not necessarily you know uh, such a high-powered offense so um i will i will Definitely like to see uh, like what I think is going to happen is I think San Francisco is going to come back home, get their um, foundation set. You know, they're going to focus a lot on defense this week, Um, would not be surprised to see a lower scoring game. I am not hinting at anything. I have also not capped this game yet. Um, but that said, I would not be surprised. Um as that early money was on the under, it did get steamed up a little bit. Um I'm gonna start taking a hard look at what's going on with the numbers, the trends, etc. Um, but yeah, I mean this is a big game for both teams, right? Uh wh- the winner uh or you know, if San Fran wins, they'll be four and three. Kansas City wins, they'll go to five and two. Um you know, I, I just want to really see how San Francisco bounces back from the road loss and how Kansas City bounces back from a loss at home and now has to go on the road. I will point out that last year, Kansas City was in this same situation um, where they lost at home to Buffalo, then they went on the road. Um, yes, it, it it was against the washington commanders it was not or the washington football team i should say at the time and they took care of business and and won 31-13 now granted washington is not the niners um but they were able to kind of regroup and get uh get their heads right so it'll be a good game um i'm surprised we didn't look at the uh, bears or patriot game or or um you know new orleans and arizona <laughs> oh, those are! Oh, wait, those are the two primetime games this week. Shocker. Oh,
1: can't! Oh man, great games! Yeah. yeah. Oh boy, Bears on Monday Night Football. I mean, Arizona Cliff Kingsbury on Thursday Night. Come on,
0: unbelievable! And how Cliff, about Cliff? How about Sunday Night Football? Steelers at Dolphins.
1: I actually, all jokes aside, I'm looking forward to that yeah. game. Two back. I, I want to see Kenny. We were. I was on Pittsburgh last week plus ten. I I, I think there's some upside with Kenny there. I I also think that Pittsburgh might've had their kind of all in effort last week. So yeah, no, I agree. I,
0: I I don't disagree with that. I also think that this is the first, I think home primetime game for the dolphins in quite some time. Mm -hmm. I will expect that stadium to be rocking. I think the defense will step up. They usually do at home. So um, yeah, it'll, it'll be a good game. Should be a good one.
1: All right. Those are the two games we are about to jump over to the $200 site credit Monday night football contest time. What is this? I read off three questions for the Patriots bears game. Hey, whenever the bears are on Monday night, you got to have a contest to make it interesting. Right? Uh, So here we go. (laughs) I'm going to read off three questions. Whoever gets all three. Correct. First wins $200 in site credit to ACL sports.com. If there are multiple winners, whoever gets them in first is the winner. Here we go. Question number one. Patriots minus eight and a half versus the bears. You're taking the Pats. or you're taking the bears. Question number two, the over under is 40 and a half over or under 40 and a half points in the Monday night game. Question three, the player to score the last touchdown in the game, who will score the last touchdown in this game. Let's hope there are touchdowns scored in this game. Wags that it's always, (laughs) always a possibility with the bears, but, um, and the let's, Patriots. Let's yeah. go with that. Yes. Although yeah. Zappi might be the next Tom Brady. We will see. Yeah, we'll see. Mac Jones, Drew Bledsoe. Yeah. Thur- been- Thurs-
0: Thursday night game, Saints and Cardinals total 44. Monday night game, Bears and Patriots 40. Yeah. yeah.
1: Cliff Kingsbury, potentially his final game. Said coach, he is currently the favorite in the market to be the next head coach fired. So we cashed on Matt Rule a couple of weeks ago. They obviously repost re the market. Good old Cliff with his below 500 record in college and his subpar record in the NFL is the favorite. He he should just quit.
0: He's, Go got, a nice, a- he's got a nice yeah. house, though.
1: I know he does. Go take the Arizona State job. Go take something, man. Like It's just not working out for you, Bo. So anyway. That is the $200 contest time. All right, before we jump over to free plays, if you have two seconds, five seconds of your day, we really appreciate those five-star reviews. Leave a nice comment. They help us grow. We certainly do appreciate it. And again, Instagram, Twitter, at the TheRealMrACL, at Cap and Wags, all these sport packages are up. All the prices have been updated to reflect the number of games remaining in each particular sports season. So check those out on the website. All right, Wags, free play time. 2-0 last week, which is always nice. Let's try to replicate that as best we can this week. Would you like to do the honors, my friend?
0: Yeah, I'll I'll do it. I'll, I'll change it up a little bit. Um, it's been a while, I think, that we've had a NFL free play. So I'm going to do one in the NFL. The two and four Jacksonville Jaguars laying mm-hmm. three home against the New York Football Giants. I am laying the points here with the Jacksonville Jaguars. I just really like how the Jaguars match up here against the Giants. Jaguars have the third best defense against the run, only giving up. 89 yards a game on the ground. They do give up a little bit on the pass, but for me, Daniel Jones, not really the type of quarterback to dominate a game. Um, The Giants are five and one. They look good. They're coming off a big win as six point dogs when everybody expected them to lose. Now the perception is that they're legit and, and they look good and they do. But on the other hand, the Jaguars lose on the road to Indianapolis. Most of the public on the Jaguars, so very disappointed. Um, Even at two-point dogs, they thought that they they were going to win that game. I want to be on the Jaguar side. They're at home laying the points. I think they D up really well against the Giants this week. I think their offense gives the Giants some problems, and I'm going to take Jaguars laying three.
1: Good stuff. Okay, for my free play, I'm going to the college side. I'm going to the Mountain West guys. I'm taking Boise State plus three and a half minus 110 readily available in the market. I think it's a wrong team favorite situation here in my opinion. I think this line is where it is in large part due really to kind of early season perceptions of both teams, much more so on the Boise State side. Boise got out of the gate slow. They dropped their first game by 17 to Oregon State. Then they had two cupcakes wins versus New Mexico and Tennessee Martin. So still no respect given there. And then their fourth game they got blown out again at UTEP, they lost a sixteen and a half point favorites in that one. So the whole entire month of September, the perception of Boise State has just been extremely low. But over the past two weeks, they've kind of gotten it together Two very, very, very solid wins versus San Diego State and Fresno State, both by over 20 points. And one of the biggest keys for me in this one is that Boise is coming off a bye. Whenever you have a team playing an option team, which obviously uh, Air Force is, you want a team that's off a bye because they get two weeks to prepare just for that. If Boise, if you told me that Boise can, I don't say shut down, but just mitigate the option success that Air Force has, I'm going to take them with three and a half points all day, every day. So give me two weeks. Give me the better team on paper as far as talent. I like where Boise's gone over the past two weeks. And just as far as the the conference, they control their own destiny in the Mountain Division of the Mountain West Conference. Our, Boise's already 3-0. and They know the importance of this game. I think getting over a field goal here is huge. Um, a very valuable hook to be taken. So we're going to take Boise State. Plus three and a half, minus 110 for this week's free play. Love it. All right, Wags. As we mentioned, everything is up now, man. Best time of the year to jump on board. Hit us up, guys. Any questions? We're on Twitter. We're on the Gram. We're always happy to help out, answer any questions, you know, about packages or just sports. I mean, if you guys have questions, I mentioned a lot of people have, t- have reached out about the Alabama stuff, plus 450. I generally do my best to respond as time allows. So feel free to do that, guys. Wags, any closing thoughts, comments before we get out of here?
0: Yeah, for those who watch games on your phone or devices or through, you know, um, I guess the non-traditional means of, you know, now you're streaming all these games instead of watching it on cable. I felt your pain this Saturday. Drove up Friday night to Disney with my family to meet up with my nieces. Saturday, I wake up, do my capping, get all my plays over to ACL go golfing come home at 12:30 the house i'm staying at has <laughs> direct tv now direct tv doesn't have all the channels or at least this particular house didn't have all the cha- channels particularly the um you know the, the abc's and the cbs's of the world so i had to stream from my phone my computer i'm watching it and it was great the the everything was great except for the fact that i'm watching the game uh, one of the games on my phone and every 2 seconds i'm getting omg did you see that play? And I'm still waiting for the play to happen. Oh, boy. So I, I, I felt the pain because I, I have traditional cable. I watch it, what I like to say, live, which I know I'm on a delay. But sure. um, the streaming stuff is on even much more of a delay. Very frustrating. I'm two plays behind. So I feel I felt the pain of the streaming. I don't think I'll ever use that as my means <laughs> uh, to watch games. Kind of get used forward. to it
1: after, after a little bit. But yeah,
0: I had to I, I had to literally hide because all my texts, the banners come down and they, you know, yep. Just, yep. I had to like put my fingers over the top portion of the screen not to see any of the words that were coming, you know, from the text, from all my text chains. So um, I thought that was uh, funny. I thought you guys would appreciate that. And um, other than that, yeah, no, uh, let's keep crushing it. I mean, all, what more than halfway through the season, roughly sixty five percent winners. For college, um, yeah yeah college uh N- nhl is crushing it nba started 100 percent winners there want to know um and then yeah in about three weeks we're gonna get uh college basketball so. sir
1: can't wait for that awesome for that good stuff all right for wags i'm acl that is this week's pod we'll talk to you guys same time next week good luck on all your
0: plays everybody talk to you then